Hi folks, my name is Girish Pally, your host for Back to Basics for another week. Today we're going to talk to Kat Stanzek, and we're going to talk about overbooking, overlooking, overstressed. Because we are overstressed and we don't manage our time. That's right, time management, and that's what we're going to be talking about today. In the business world, technology world, and the marketing world that we live in, we don't know how to time manage. Or do we? So today we're going to talk to Kat and get to know her better. And we'll find out why the website name is actionincubator.com, that is. So we'll, we'll talk to that and we'll get to know her better. I'll see you there. Hi folks, my name is Girish Bally, the host for Back to Basics, as I said earlier on the introduction. Today we're going to talk to Kat, and we're going to talk about time management, as I said earlier. But then we're also talking about the entrepreneurship, and then the freedom, and all that fun stuff when it comes to entrepreneurship. Well, I don't know if it is fun, but it's actually fabulous for certain people. And that's what we're going to go and talk about, because it's not for everybody, and I don't want to sound like a preacher saying that this is good for you or bad for you. I want you to make that decision towards the end of that episode today and definitely do subscribe to it and review this show and this episode. So Kat, how are you? And thanks for coming to uh, Back to Basics. Thank you. I'm I'm great. I mean, not like I'm going to come on here and start divulging all my deepest turkey secrets. So <laughs> yeah. Thank you again for uh, coming on the show. And you and I connected many, many months ago uh, during the PodFest, and we we connected really well. We gelled really well. And I think your your thought process and mine were kind of the same, are the same. And that's why we're here today uh, getting together. So thank you again for coming on the show. Thank you. So before we get into the, the fun stuff that we're going to talk about today, what does Back to Basic mean to you? I think it's what everybody needs to not go back to, but always stay in, right? So we tend to complicate things and, you know, because we're human and, you know, obviously when we want to do the next level thing, then it has to be harder, right? There's this relationship that we've associated and created with success in a way or what life means in terms of how to live it. And a lot of times it's the struggle, it's the hustle, it's the grind. And so I think when someone goes back to basics, it's really just going back and rewriting the story and the narrative that we want to have with whatever it is that we're experiencing or wanting to achieve. And so really for me, when I think of basic, I think of ease, I think of flow, I think of just peace and calm. And isn't that what a lot of us would want more of in our lives? That's right. That's right. Yeah. Thank you. Thank you again for that. And thank you again for answering that question. You know, when when we first think of entrepreneurship, we think of the first word comes in our mind is freedom. And the second word we come up is money. So now the question is, what is your thought? I mean, which word came out of your mind when you thought of entrepreneurship? You know, well, honestly, I thought a lot of work. Like, so I thought a sentence. <laughs> um, okay. and, and I think it's true. And I think that that is, you know, all of those things are true. It's just this, 
this place and time of when do we graduate from that hustle and grind university that so many people are always advocating for as the only way to create success. Um, I mean, I'm done with it. Uh, it's how I understood the foundation, the functional baseline of how to create a successful business. But um, I think all of this comes with this either or approach. And I'm always wanting to, to live in a world of and and not of but, right? So and money and freedom and flow and whatever it is that you're really wanting to have more of in your life, what, however you define more. So this is some of the things I love to say, which is that's what we want. We want more. That's why we're doing this because we don't have it from whatever we were doing. So if more looks like 40 pairs of Louis Vuittons, if more looks like always flying first class, if more looks like starting your foundation, I don't care. I'm not here to judge. But the fact of the matter is, is each and every single one of us want more, more impact, more revenue, more everything. And so are we creating a life and a business that allows for more to happen? Mm. But then, you know, uh, thank you again for answering that question, you know, but but the way I think it's more means need or want, right, versus having. I mean, there are mm. two different things, three different things. I mean, what are your yeah. thoughts on that part? I think the most powerful word that we can associate, especially energetically, is desire. Mm. You know, if you need something, it's a place of lack. It means you don't have it. Um, if something you want, then it also means you don't have it. Desire is something that you call in, right? So it's just a, a, a more energetically driven, abundant word. And so if we connect to that, it's just, what do you desire? What is it that you want to create more of instead of what you don't have? Mm -hmm. Yeah, thank you. Thank you again for that. Because, you know, we all want Louis Vuittons. We all want, you know, the the, the cars and the house and everything sure. else. There's a, a, a transition and a path that we have to get to in order to get to that level. But then the question really comes is today you will get Louis Vuitton. Tomorrow you'll get some other brand, which is less, right? Because is not a really consistent uh, value that you get in your pocket every single time because it is a yeah. struggle. Uh, a corporate job, you get a steady pay, a steady salary, and this one, sometimes you will and sometimes you won't. So what are your thoughts on that part? I mean, I think it's all vaporware. So there's this false sense of security when it comes to being an employee. Um, you know, of you just get a job, you like you said, you get a steady paycheck until you don't. Until there's a recession, until there's a government shutdown, until there's, you know, a, a backlog in terms of capabilities of delivering things to ports, right? So it's not actually safe. I actually think being an employee is often riskier because you're at the mercy of someone else making a decision. Whereas as an entrepreneur, I decide how much time I work, how much revenue I make what my own sales and you know metrics are going to be and measuring myself against it. The mm. problem is, is that most entrepreneurs don't create the structure and the systems and the processes that allow for them to generate revenue consistently. So that's where the risk comes in is because there isn't this baseline that they've established mm. and oh. there isn't this flexibility that they, that they embrace, if you will. Um, and so you know, there is a confidence piece. I don't worry about that. I don't worry about my paycheck because I have the consistency and the predictability that I want in my business. And whenever I decide I want more, then I can turn up the volume on any of the aspects of my business where more will be produced. 
There's also a counterbalance to this, which is also knowing when you have enough, because it's not just the, the pursuit of more, 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 because more will never actually get you what you're really trying to achieve, which is really understanding what your purpose and your impact and your mission is on this earth in this time frame. Thank you. Thank you again for that. Now the question is, what is your ideal job, ideal work for you? What I'm doing every day. I couldn't imagine doing anything else. I've had the big corporate career. I've done so many things and been fired from so many things. Um, you know, I think what's really interesting and cool is that all of this is always a constant evolution. There's no ceiling. There's no limits on what it is that I can achieve. And it really allows me to tap into all of the areas of my brain, the creativity, the structure that I like to create, the processes, the systems, the, the different personalities that I want to work with, right? Not the crazy ones, but constantly evolving and figuring out what I want more of from an ideal client, what I want more of for myself. Mm. Um, so yeah, I think it's what I love about all of this is, is the flexibility, which can be kryptonite for a lot of people. Um, and just choice. And honestly, my biggest measure for success and what I think success is really measured by is my ability to choose how I spend my time. Wow. Thank you. Thank you again for that. So it seems like you, you, which, what is your kryptonite? Your kryptonite is? Hmm. Chocolate. (laughs) (laughs) Um, I think we're our own kryptonite, right? We can all get into bad spaces in our own mind. Um, You know, I did a Tough Mudder last year. And I remember one of my biggest takeaways was the biggest obstacles weren't the physical ones. It was myself and what was the obstacles that I saw in my own mind's eye. And so when we really look at the obstacle in front of us usually isn't often a skill set. It's not usually something, you know, that's physically demanding. And sometimes it is. Sometimes you I've had clients with health issues, concerns, going through cancer and things like that. And those are actual physical limitations. And I've seen a lot of them crush it and succeed because that wasn't actually going to be what prevented them from creating success. Yeah. Yeah. Thank you. Thank you again for that. But what, what is a measure when it comes to success? I mean, success means a lot of different things. I mean, when people think of success, they mean, oh, well, you know what? I'm the CEO of X company, CFO of X company. I have a million dollars in my account or I have a $5,000 balance on my account, which is yeah. success. So what, what is your success? I mean, what is your definition? My definition of success is one, definitely being able to choose how I spend time. Um, and the reason is, is it's tied to, to my why. Um, and so the question I often ask people is, how would you show up in your business if you didn't have to worry about making money? Hmm. If you didn't have to worry about how to generate revenues or leads or close clients <laughs> or put out content, what kind of person would you show up in the world as? Hmm. And who would you spend your time with? And so for me, it's when I step into that version of myself, which I can do at any given time, I look around and I see that I'm spending the time with the people that I love and I'm there for them in the way that I want to be in the way that they need me to be, meaning my kids and things like that. And I still get choice. I still get to generate the revenue that I want. I still, I, I seek comfort plus. I don't just want to be comfortable. I want more than just comfort. <laughs> so whatever those measures are, they're both emotional and quantifiable. And so we want to make sure that we're doing both of those. Because like you said, 
someone who's making you know, $20 million a year, but ends up being divorced and alienating their kids and having 13 ulcers and putting on 55 pounds, did they achieve success? And so it's really looking at counterbalancing, not just the physical, not just the monetary, but also the emotional. Yeah, Kat, thank you again for, for that. Can we explain to everyone what your business is all about? And, and we'll get into that detail if you don't mind. Sure. So I've created firework experiences. And firework experiences are how you can go what often feels like door-to-door -door knocking in the online space to generating a room full of your ideal prospects, your hot, hot leads who want to hear from you and buy from you. And so it's really about aligning a strategic approach that fits you, your strengths, your ideal client's focus, so that, you know, super scientific theory here, right, which is you'll do the thing that you love doing. So if you love your lead gen approach, if you love your marketing approach, then you're likely going to do it first. Second, you're going to do more of it and it's just going to attract the right people to you. And so that's what I help people achieve and put those systems and processes in place so that they don't have to worry about how they're going to generate re revenue in their business. They know exactly how it's going to happen. And all they need to worry about is taking those steps and taking those actions. Yeah. Thank you. Thank you again for that. But why fireworks? Why not, why not blast or why not any other words? I mean, what, what are your thoughts on that part? Yeah. So for me, fireworks is if you think about walking in the middle of this, the day, right, you're walking and all of a sudden fireworks go off, you stop, you look up, you're trying to see what's going on. And isn't that effective marketing is actually getting someone's attention when they weren't always necessarily expecting it. And so the other piece to that is, is we are the firework when we are lit up, when we are sparked, when we are in that place of joy and flow and just shining in our brilliance, what happens is, is we then in turn spark our clients who then they become firework experiences themselves. They become the firework and in turn do that for their clients. And for me, that's how we create a bouquet effect of change in the world by putting out the results, the achievements, the success that other people are trying to, to accomplish in order to you know, put out more love in the world. Because when you don't have to stress about certain aspects of your life or your business, then again, you're gonna show up as a better version of yourself. Yeah, yeah. Thank you again for answering that question. And thank you again for uh, for being here. Thank you again for that. So let me, let me ask you this, and this is a new segment uh, that we have for season three for Back to Basics and uh, the rapid fire round. So I have some few questions or i should say some few words sure. and now you can you can give that in one word or a sentence like you usually do you tell me that whatever resonates with you the first thing that you hear that all right uh, fireworks me you everybody desire mm, purpose and passion ideal imperfectly perfect uh baseline Mm, standards and growth. Freedom. Purpose. Having enough. Hmm. Just that, 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 there's no word for that. Just, hmm. <laughs> okay. Achieve. Action oriented, driven. Hmm. Creativity. Mm, in flow and grounded. Kryptonite. Mm, aggressive, demonic. <laughs> okay. okay. Uh, chocolate. Love. 
Okay. Time management. Mm, not what you think it is. And who is Kat? Love, um, directness, um, passion, compassion, driven, smart, capable, and purposeful and helpful. Thank you. Thank you again for answering that time, you know, the, the rapid fire uh, for back to basics here. Sure. Is there, is there a certain book that you're reading that which is making fun or maybe related to what you do or something really resonate with you? Yeah. So no, I am reading a book and I've purposefully selected and I'm looking here on my phone to try to find the name of it again. Here it is. Um, I purposely selected a book that has nothing to do with business. And it's by Diana uh, Gabaldon. She wrote Outlander. Outlander um, and it's Go Tell the Bees That I Am Gone. And the reason that I chose this book is because I often, I'm an education junkie. I love it. I love learning and all this other stuff. And I'm more than just constantly about my business. And so I have to counterbalance that by reading things and engaging my mind in other ways outside of always trying to learn something new or see what the latest business thing is. And so I wanted, I, and this is a thick ass book. <laughs> it's really big. Um, and it was just, it reconnected me to that place where it allows me to be in creative and flow state. So just activating the other side, remembering that there's more than just business, there's more than just money, but there's also pleasure. Mm -hmm. And for me, reading something that isn't necessarily business focused, as much as I love business and doing it, there's other sides of me that I need to fill up too. And so that activates that side of me and just feeds me in a different kind of way. Yeah, yeah. Thank you. Thank you again for, for that. And before you leave, let me let me ask you this, and this is something new also for season three. If you needed to hashtag this episode or hashtag your life or mm. your business, what is a hashtag that you want to? Just one or can I do multiple? I'd hate being multiple, limited. Whatever you want. <laughs> um, I guess obviously hashtag fireworks, hashtag you can, um, you know, education, um, keep going. Um, all the positive ones, right. That just believe in yourself and, uh, yeah, all of those. I don't know. Like, there's just too many to to choose from, and I think it's really identifying what our biggest values are and hashtagging those and remembering that they're part of us all the time. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Thank you, thank you again, Kat, for 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 being here. But before you leave today, do you have any last words for all my Back to Basic listeners? And how is your journey on Back to Basics too? On top of that. Yeah. Um, you know, I think part of what you wanted to talk about today was was around time management. And I think one of the things that people don't realize isn't necessarily um, what you're doing when you're doing things, but how you're showing up when you're doing them. So a lot of people, especially when it comes to marketing, they're ticking the marketing box, right? They're just kind of going through the process, going through the, you know, yes, you're doing an opt-in. Yes, you're launching. Yes, you're doing a a webinar or whatever it is that you're doing strategically. But what a lot of people don't think about is someone's experience of you. So I'm just going to go and start riffing here a little bit. But basically, think about that opt-in that you wanted one point, right? Somewhere along the line, you opted into something and you were super excited about it. And then you got it. And the likelihood is, is it was probably a hot piece of garbage. So what I want people to think about is someone's experience. How did you think about that person before you got it in your inbox? And how did you think about that person after? B, 
because that person didn't think about your experience of consuming their content and their information, they even, they lost the opportunity for a sale. So a lot of us are spending a lot of time doing stuff. We're busyness, right? It's the busyness of business, but we're not actually being intentional and strategic where we're putting our effort and how we're thinking about our marketing. And so we really want to think about not just how someone experiences us in one moment, but how does someone experience you through all the different ways they can through speaking and podcasting and, you know, your content and coming to whatever thing that you might be doing, whether it's, a, you know, a, pod, um, a workshop or a masterclass or something along those lines. And here's the other piece. How are those things interrelated? After someone sees you on your podcast like you do, right, and helping people get amazing podcasts out there, what's next? What are you driving them to? And then is that something that's worth their time? Is it something that's worth them consuming the information versus just saying, oh, yeah, I have an opt-in page? Is mm -hmm. it doing something for you? Yes or no. Is it doing something for them? Mm -hmm. Do you even enjoy doing it? And I know you've worked with people who are super passionate about podcasting, right? And it's why you do it. And if they weren't, how much of a struggle would that be for both you and them? because they just thought they had to do it. And I'm sure you ran across people who are like, okay, I need to do podcasting. And you were like, no, you don't. <laughs> like totally not a strategic alignment. And then all the people who do align to that. Mm -hmm. So we really want to think about what's next. Are you being intentional with how someone experiences you? Because at the end of the day, that is the way to shorten the sales cycle. Once mm -hmm. someone can see what it would look like to have you in their life, to have you in their business, to have you in whatever capacity you serve them, then they can connect to the possibility of solving the problem. And most people are out there trying to punch people in the face with the pain. And that's a bro marketing approach that everybody needs to drop. No one wants to be constantly punched in the face around how you're lacking, how you can't do this without somebody else. Instead, think about, and we have to acknowledge, yes, there's pain. I'm not saying we don't talk about it, but where are you focusing? Because think about who's attracted to what message. Do you want people who are more about pro-peace or do you want people who are more about anti-war? It's the same thing, but which one do you want more of? And so be intentional, be strategic with your marketing, understand how someone experiences you, make it a good experience because that is the power that you have to create fun, joy, in, in, you know, enjoyment, right, in your marketing so that you do more of it and ultimately so that people end up doing your lead gen for you. Mm. Wow, Kat, it's really, really amazing. You know, I've listened to you months, months ago, and you really amazed me on that speech. And then today you just gave another blown, blown away speech. So thank you again for that. And, and the small nuggets that you have shared, I think I'm going to cherish that and I'm going to listen to it again and hope hopefully everyone will listen to that too, because it's a great input, a great uh, feedback. Uh, from you. So thank you again for, for being here. Thank you again for answering that question and, and to be a sport and supporting uh, the small podcast that I have here. Of course. Thank you for having me. Thank you. Thank you again. So guys, we spoke with Kat today and we talked about the basics of, well, time management, fireworks, entrepreneurship, the loneliness, the freedom, everything else that we have talked about. But there's one thing that we did say that passion is the way to go. And you just have to go and run for it. And that's just what it is. Now, as usual, as always, there's a quote of the day from Back to Basics. And hopefully my guest will like that quote. The quote is, uh, whenever it comes up, let our advantage 
advanced worry become advanced thinking and planning. So guys, as usual, as always, what do we always say at the end of the episode? I think Kat knows it, but you don't know. But everything in life goes back to basics, and that's what we did today, guys. Guys, take care. God bless. And I'll see you next time on Back to Basics. Hi, guys. Thank you again for tuning in to Back to Basics and listening to the, the excellent uh, episode that we had today with our guest. You know, with your love and support, we do need you to at least rate our show, review our show, because it does make us stronger day by day, week by week, as I usually say on my episodes. And there are three things in this episode that it makes a hit for me, which is the content, the guest, and definitely the host. So guys, take care, God bless, and remember, everything in life goes back to basics, and that's what we did today, guys. Guys, take care, God bless, and see you next time on Back to Basics.